Blog Talk Radio. Like you need to beg your partner, your parents, or your providers for the things you want. Some people may be financially dependent, but the relationship should not create a posture of begging on their part. A respectful relationship built on love can be negotiated to where you feel heard and free to ask for your wants without a sense of fear or the need to beg. You have tuned in to Debt Free Wealth Radio. Trudy Behrman here. Our website is DebtFreeWealthRadio.com. Debt Free Wealth Radio is a production of TrudyBehrman.com. Thank you for taking us along with you as you're listening in on your mobile phone, on the web, through Stitcher Radio or iTunes Podcast. Welcome. I invite you to come on board as we explore all things money that I hope will inform, inspire, and ignite you to enjoy lifestyle upgrades, the debt-free wealth way. Today's topic is financial independence tips for graduates, underemployed wives, the disabled, and senior citizens. Today is July 4th, 2014. Happy 4th of July, everybody. And while we celebrate our liberation won by blood, sweat, and tears, there's another liberation that many of us still today desperately desire, and that is financial independence. Financial independence is a dream for most adults, but graduates, underemployed wives, the disabled, and senior citizens have the greatest displacement from this reality unless certain strategic action is taken. Understand, there is a cost to not stepping into your power and allowing your dependency to be treated in less than a respectable fashion. And that cost is enjoying the life that you deserve and enjoying a relationship with those important people in your life and having a relationship that's built on love, trust, and respect. Well-meaning family members and caregivers who control the wallet may have you doing an uncomfortable dance every time you have a legitimate need. Now, today's show is actually going to be delivered in two parts, and this is part one. Just head on over to TrudyBearman.com and log in. Membership is free so that you can hear part two. Now, in part two, I'm going to show you how to do this, and on that segment, I will offer 10 strategies for effectively making the switch and and having that life that you desire, that desire, that life built on love, trust, and respect, where you no longer feel you have to be in a begging posture for the things that you need. Now, just in the last few days, I was talking to a wife who wanted to make a purchase from me that really mattered to her. But The conversation we had was very clear. She did not earn a significant income, and she was going to have to ask her husband to give her the money. 
it was very clear she was nervous, and she was trying to figure out how she was convinced that she this was something she wanted, but she was going to have to figure out how to convince him. And I could clearly see that she was working herself into this, you know, through this begging process. And that conversation triggered a memory of a very familiar place in my life. Now, when I graduated college back in 1990, I got married shortly after to a man that I later divorced. During that marriage, he controlled my every move through money, or should I say, the lack of money. Amazingly, I was the one who started making swimsuits from home, and that business blossomed into a factory with 50 workers and export sales. But my husband and business manager only allowed me to spend money via checks, and he looked over every one of my check stubs and reconciled it with the bank statement with deliberate and detailed inquisition that the FBI would have been proud of. Now, as a money coach, this seems like an admirable quality, such attention to financial spending. But his method was way more sinister. He was controlling me because if I wanted anything beyond groceries, I basically had to beg before I could write that check. Now, when I got divorced, within three years, I bought my own house and my own car. But it wasn't too long before I was engaged to be remarried. And my challenge was that my fiance lived in Tampa, Florida, and I was in Miami. One of us was going to have to give up their jobs and relocate. Now, in truth, I wanted a change of scenery, but I now had to deal with that fear of starting over again and in a new town, and for some time being financially dependent on a new husband all over again. For you wives who think you're in this all alone, you are not. It's not just that lady I was talking to the other day. It's not just my own personal experience, but my next-door neighbor, who became my very good friend, was a Florida State elementary school teacher who was out on maternity leave that was immediately followed by summer break. So she had a, a little chance to be home, and she desperately wanted to continue staying home with her new baby for at least his first year. And with my help, she was able to do so. And she left me a really great testimonial on my website. But that's not the point. During that time that she was home, I could not help but notice that she kept saying things that displayed that she was feeling that because she was not contributing to the financial uh, part of the family, that somehow she didn't feel like she could ask for the things she wanted. This formerly independent wage earner was now a new mom with a new challenge and no income. Suddenly, she felt like she needed to beg her husband for the things that she would normally have bought without thinking from her own income. Now, many of us have just been through college graduation. My 21-year-old just graduated Stanford University. Woohoo! And a lot of college graduates are immediately moving from a situation where they were on campus and, you know, life was nice. They probably had financial aid. Maybe their parents were still supporting them at some level. Maybe they were working. But all of a sudden, they're out of school, out of the dorms, and now they're probably moving back home or scrambling to find apartments and so forth. And all of a sudden, they're, they're into a brand new financial reality. And for many of these college graduates, they're shifting back to being back at home or being dependent on mom and dad all over again. 
Now, whether you're the college graduate or the parent or grandparent telling, helping out the college graduate, there is an incredible dynamic that's going on here. Now, it's a real, really interesting dance because the college graduate, now empowered with their certificate, uh, be, believes the world is just going to, you know, grant them with this wonderful job that's going to help them live life at the level that, level they want and pay back this 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 college debt, and that doesn't always happen or doesn't happen immediately. Parents and grandparents are looking on at this expensive certificate their student has now gotten that needs to be repaid, and may begin to resent watching that kid still in, in, in summer play mode, you know, while they wait for this magical job to appear. And if that doesn't happen very quickly, they resent the sudden, you know, realization that there's one more mouth in the house to feed and a, uh, this one more adult mouth is asking them for gas money and things like this. This is a true and urgent situation that is setting up right now in many homes as I speak. And this new dance of dependency and and the need to support is a, a truly incredible thing that if it's not handled very carefully, it can get crazy. This, the, before I get into the senior citizen, there was also a disabled um, gentleman that I saw that I helped from time to time. He sits on the corner and he literally begs for money. I, I stopped and I had a conversation with him and his name's Brian and Brian has, has become someone that I help very often because he has an incredible attitude and mindset. But what I realized is that Brian, he started out badly. He got in with a, a rough crowd, a gang, and in the course of some of that activity, he got shot and became wheelchair bound. And his life completely changed. Now, he manages to get a disability check, but he needs someone to take care of him. So his mother takes his entire disability check and leaves him with nothing. So this young man sits on the corner and begs so that he can have a little bit of spending money. And this is such a hard thing to watch. Now, he has such a great attitude. He understands that he is where he is you know, for the most part because of the decisions that he has made. But honestly, and I'm, I'm sure his mother has great, you know, expenses in his care. But the whole dance of this young man not having any money and the steps he has taken to try and help himself is just bringing everything right back for other disabled people. Because some of you were probably gainfully employed before an accident or some injury or illness that has caused you to become disabled. And now you find yourself in a dependent situation where caregivers are taking care of you. And maybe you have a disability check, maybe you have an income, but suddenly someone else has to be in control of it. Similarly for senior citizens. Because of some of the work that I do, I have watched several senior citizens turn over their financial affairs to a caregiver, maybe a family member, maybe some trustee, but in the end, a lot of them are robbed or they don't even have their wishes acknowledged and are treated poorly. Now, this is a, a sad, sad, sad situation because a lot of the times it is their money that is being wasted, not spent on their care or poorly managed, and then they run out of money too soon. This is a real, real problem. And if this is your circumstances, you know, some things need to happen to make this be fixed. 
So, guys, I'm going to be heading over into part two to finish this thing up because it is possible to change the scenario. It is possible that there are even other categories of relationships that can potentially find people feeling like beggars in their own family. But it is absolutely possible to change a scenario, to participate in a family and feel free to ask for your needs and wants without feeling like a beggar. Of course, I'm not going to say this will be easy, and it will not be totally up to you to change it. But believe me, you have a huge influence on this negotiation. And so in part two, I'm going to follow up talking about 10 strategies to help level this playing field. You see, if you tolerate what you get, you will get that every time. You set the precedent for that relationship. When you accept less than you want from life, you will get less that you, that you want in life. So I'm going to give you a real quick tip here. The first strategy is going to be a mindset shift, but I'm going to expand on that tip plus share the other nine strategies to help you transition your relationship from one of begging or if you are the caregiver in this case, to where you are able to provide for those needs lovingly so that that person is, is being met without fear or the need to, to beg. So, guys, this was a strict tease. The, the part two is going to be the full disclosure. And you just head on over to TrudyBearman.com. Click on the, the media tab and look for the radio tab. And then you'll, be able, you'll have to log in to hear the whole show. You'll have to log in, guys, but this membership is free. You see, I've had more than 75,000 listeners being tracked to this station, but I do not know who you are, and I truly would like to. So I hope you'll stop by, and if you do, you do not listen, have to listen to this whole portion all over again because I'll make it clear where part two of this content starts. So just go ahead, and however you found the show today, I'm going to update it with a link to part two, and just click on that and head on over there. Remember, membership is free, but you got, just got to sign up, and I look forward to seeing you inside the member circle. I'm super simple to find at TrudyBearman.com. And, guys, the easiest way to connect with me is to download my app to your smartphone. No more typing in of websites. Just download my app, and everything will be a, simply a click away. Go to the Google Play Store, look for Trudy Bearman, and download my app. Now, I'm already on iTunes, but the app for the Apple device will come soon. Thanks for tuning into this show. 2014 is the year for your abundance. Let's pick up the momentum and press on for the prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. Trudy Behrman here saying I love you all and I will see you next week.